Hello, beautiful one. Welcome to today's episode of the Diversity Life Podcast. If you don't know what the Diversity Life Podcast is, it is a weekly conversation with tech industry experts and career strategists, where I interview them about their careers to help you with your own technology career. I'm Kawat Abdul Hakim, the founder of Diversity. His mission is to help you choose and navigate your dream tech career. Visit diversity.com to learn more. If you would like to join the podcast live, which is always fun, it happens every Friday on my LinkedIn. You can find the link to my profile in the description. If you're also not subscribed or you're currently listening, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Now let's get into today's episode. We're talking about another very interesting and important topic, and that's no branding for students. And I'm here with someone very amazing who I'm going to introduce in a bit. Yeah, wherever you're joining from, let us know in the chat. We'd love to know. Tell us where you're joining from. Tell us what excites you about today's session, what you hope to get out of it. Tell us everything you want to see, want to know. And if at any point during this conversation you have a question, drop it in the chat. You know, this is going to be an interactive interactive session, so we'll we'll all be talking together. So if you have questions, put them in the chat. But before that, I want Jessica who is my amazing guest who's joining us today to tell us a bit about herself and her career background. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today, first of all. And a little bit about me. I actually went to the Kelly School of Business at Indiana University as an undergrad. And from there, started my career with Procter & Gamble and Consumer and Market Knowledge. And what was interesting is I love doing market research, but I also really loved being on the recruiting team there. And a couple of years into that, I relocated to State College, Pennsylvania, where I worked for Penn State and actually got the idea of working in a career services space from my passion at P&G on the recruiting team. While I was there, you know, I worked in career and corporate services. I pursued an MBA, graduated with an MBA, and then went into recruiting because I was so interested in it and was a recruiter for a couple of years until we relocated again back actually to Bloomington, Indiana, where I was a a career coach for graduate students. So MBA students, you know, technology students, that kind of thing. And eventually one day got a call from one of my old professors who knew that I was interested in teaching and moved into a teaching role at Kelly. So that's a little bit about my background, you know, a little bit of corporate, a little bit of academia, and here I am. I'm so excited to be with you today. Yeah, I am super, super excited to be with you today, (laughs) Jessica. (laughs) And your background is interesting, very interesting. Like you've kind of like tested both worlds yeah. <laughs> and you got, yeah so it's interesting i'm happy i'm happy to have you here today and i'm sure the audience is too Let, let's see where they are joining from we have salim joining from lagos jaida from brazil we have lola from lagos benjamin from accra ghana ruby from india Uganda, Anita from London, Bahar from Toronto. Hey guys, 
How are y'all doing? Yeah, let's dive in. Keep them coming, please. We want to know where you're joining from. It's interesting to always know. And yeah, let's dive into today's session. Okay, so we're talking about personal branding for students. And let's start by understanding what personal branding is. Jessica, do you mind telling us a bit about what personal branding is? Sure, absolutely. So I think the first time that I heard of personal branding, I mean, it was quite a long time ago. And I think some people, when they hear it, you know, it might kind of get, you know, you might be excited about it. And then some people might kind of turn you off. And so I'm really glad that you're giving everyone here a chance to like learn more about it and hear what it is. So the first thing that I'll start with, and hopefully this will change minds if you're on the I'm not so sure about it, you know, side of things is that personal branding must be authentic. So I always, yeah. you know, when I talk to people about personal branding, you should not be changing who you are, right? It, it You shouldn't have to put on a show or act a certain, you know, a way that you are not because over time, I mean, if you start sort of acting as another person or, you know, a way that you think somebody wants you to be, then you're not being true to yourself. And that gets exhausting, right? And it's hard to keep up that. Yeah, that so, fake personality. Exactly. So you, you know, I would say the biggest piece of personal branding is remaining authentic. And also knowing who you are. So that's a great place to start with personal branding is really uncovering what, what we call VIPs, which are values. So personal values interests, personality, and skills. And so really kind of taking the time to understand who you are, and that will help you in the, you know, authenticity uh, realm. Okay. And then the next piece of it really is differentiation. So if you can think of, you know, any kind of brand, like a product brand that markets themselves, right? They all have kind of a point of parity and a point of differentiation. So, I mean, one example might be Tide and Gain, right? Laundry detergents. They both clean. That's a point of parity. No one's going to buy laundry detergent that doesn't clean, right? But yeah. the difference is Gain, people buy for scent and Tide, people buy because it's supposed to work super well, right? So that's just one example. And I'm sure a lot of a lot of your audience could think of examples, you know, from what products they use and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let me just yeah. give another example for yeah. the Nigerian audience. So <laughs> in yes, the case of please, detergent please now, do. like you're comparing clean and omo <laughs> so like that that's like comparing two different detergents just like yeah. you said let's say one is more one has more scent and one like works better so yes. yeah yeah so there's like a point of parity which is they both clean right but that point of but they have their unique brands yes and that's called a unique value proposition so that's where you know you want to stand out but you want to stand out in an authentic way you know, that's true to who you are anyways, right? We're not trying to turn you into a robot to get an interview yeah. or a robot to get a, a career or anything like that. You want that differentiation to think about like, what are you already great at? What do people, you know, commonly tell you, I would go to you for this, right? Those kinds of things. So really thinking about, you know, how do you differentiate? The last thing I would say is consistency. And so, if I go to find you on LinkedIn, right? And then I, and maybe that's how I first sort of meet you is on LinkedIn. 
I'm going to get an impression of your personal brand from that, just who you are, right? And then if I meet you in person, those two things should be aligned. I shouldn't feel like I'm meeting two different people because you're one way on LinkedIn and one way in person or a different way on email and a different way on the phone. You know, all of those things should be consistent. So, and, and complementary to each other, right? So, so that's another thing is like making sure, you know, you, you stay consistent so that people know what to expect. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually and a I, very great explanation. And why do you think personal branding is important? Yeah. Well, one thing I want to say is, you know, everyone already has a personal brand. So right now, you have you have a personal brand, right? I don't yeah. know if anyone the like, way people know about, you. Yes, you might have thought about it, and you might not have thought about it. But you know, if I were to call up any anyone who's participating right now and talk to, say, somebody that you've been on a team with or a peer, you know, someone who's a student with you, they're going to be able to tell me about your brand, right? So you already have that in place. And your question was, why is it important? Is that? Yeah. 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 So I think that a, a couple things of, in terms of why it's important. I think I'll start with an, a, kind of a question to your audience. And that's think about somebody that you have been on a team with, right? Think about that person, good or bad or indifferent. You know, maybe they just didn't really make that much of an impression on you either way. And then say that another friend called you and said, hey, that this person got put on my team, what did you think of them, right? And so certain things are going to come up for you, like trust is going to come up, right? Did you trust the person? Were you able to trust them? That's part of their brand. That's, you know, a big reason why personal branding is important. Another reason is the value that they brought. Like, did they bring any special skills or any additional value to your team or project or whatever you were trying to accomplish. I think another thing that would come come up is, is that person personable? You know, when I was a recruiter, I used to talk about the airplane test. And so that's like, would you want to sit next to this person on an airplane for five hours, right? And if you didn't, there's a certain aspect about fit with personal branding where you will be a fit in certain organizations, companies, internships, you know, functions, and you might not be the best fit in other ones. And so personal branding really helps you figure out what you are and what you're not, right? I don't know if you can help me come up with a more globally applicable example, but I think about, you know, Nordstrom and, and Walmart in the U.S. Nordstrom, you walk in just to kind of paint the picture. It's very beautiful. And there's a live piano player who's always playing beautiful music. And, you know, they even have kind of shoppers to help you make your selection. Walmart is just, you know, cheap prices. You know, you go in for what you need. You can get your groceries and your clothes there and, and all of that. You're not, you know, those two brands know what they are and know what they are not. Walmart's not going to have a, a person playing piano live, right? That, this is not part of their brand. So I think really important to figure out what you are and what you are not, especially as you go into a job search so that you can align the companies that you're applying to and that you're networking with, with your own personal brand, right? That's going to be part of that fit that we talked about earlier. And then I, yeah, I think, you know, thinking through all of those things, that's why, that's why personal branding is so important. 
Yeah, actually, the example you gave is something anyone can visualize. Okay, good. So, I was like, I'll try to paint a picture. <laughs> yes, I so can visualize if, that. If people aren't familiar with those two stores, they still can can get an idea of what it what it looks yeah. like. Yeah, and just to emphasize on what you said, it's about you, right? It's about what who you are what you value, what you like, and, you know, look at yourself. Don't compare yourself to anybody. What are the good things about you? What are not so good things about you? What do you want to do to correct them and make yourself better? So you want to like take one step every day to make sure that that thing, you're changing it, you're correcting it. Is it the way you talk to people? Do you want to like make sure that you are cautious and be you know attentive to when you make that mistakes every day like you know sometimes you can even write down the number of times you say that thing you don't want to say in a day <laughs> write it down and see the number decrease day by day you know just be, yes. be very conscious about it when you are conscious about changing that thing about you that you want to be better you would see that it would just become very easy. It won't be instant, but it's something that if you're cautious and you're you are taking the time, you are actually investing time to change, it will get better over time. And those things that are good about you, that you know that, oh, I like this thing about me. Everybody likes this thing about me. How do you want to show it more to the world that, okay, this is, that, that this is the real me? And yes, like I said, the other side that is not so good. How do you want to make sure that you understand that you are wrong. This is not what you want people mm -hmm. to know you for. And you want to change like with every step, you know, with every, by day by day, you want to change it. So yeah, that's how you go about it. Like as yeah. a person, look at, look at yourself, right? Yeah. Look at yourself. Even after this session, you can like take some time, take some time, take a pen and paper, write down okay this these are the things i love about myself these are the things people compliment me about these are the things i don't like about myself these are the things people complain about i want to be able to like correct those complaints what do i want to do to be able to do that because yes your personal brand can change you can be somebody who everybody dislikes. You can transform to somebody who everybody likes. It's just about time. And you taking that conscious effort to like, you know, change it. Um, yeah, and related thing, to career. Yes, yeah, Jessica. to your point, one thing I think is a really powerful personal brand exercise is to write down, say like five to 10 words that you associate with your personal brand. Okay, so maybe it's like service oriented or, you know, think about like five to 10 words that, that you associate with who you are, your personal brand, what you're trying to convey anyways, you know, whether it's in person or on LinkedIn or to your classmates, peers, bosses, you know, whatever it is. And then actually ask people for feedback. So go to people who have worked with you or are your, your classmates, you know, people that know you and say, what five to 10 words come to mind when you think of me? And that's sort of a way of doing a personal brand audit to make sure that what you're trying to convey is really the way other people think of you because you don't want there to be a disconnect. But a lot of times what people find is, you know, people, uh, other people see other things in you that you didn't even know you were good at, right? That you didn't even know that you were that that was a strength for you and and that's kind of yeah. cool too yeah yeah that's cool 
I'm probably going to take that exercise to myself, <laughs> just to, like discover some things, some things I'm well, good at that I don't know. <laughs> I probably need to do it again. So absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me see if we have any questions yet. Uh, hello, I see all of you. I see all of you. Elahe, Jaida, Saad, Akano, Sumati. Hello, all of you. Precious. Um, yes, we have a question from Jaida. Jaida okay. asks, how can I create personal brand when you are in the home office? Okay, so this is related to like working from home and building your personal brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a tough one, isn't it? Because I think we're all so used to being in person. And then this past year, of course, we've all been at home a lot. So a couple things I'll start with is, well, I do want to back up just a couple steps from that and mention that, you know, you have a sort of in-person brand, an online brand, and then probably a virtual brand, like you're working virtually, right? And usually you come up with the kind of in-person brand first, and then that's repeated and supported online and in a virtual team, right? And so if you've worked with a team before you were virtual, that's one thing. If you're a new employee or a new teammate or something like that, and you don't know those people, you don't, don't know the people that you're working with, then it can be a little more challenging to create a personal brand. But I, a couple pieces of advice that I would give you is, you know, think about, first of all, I would think about your background. And so either something, you know, not distracting at all, or, you know, not messy, something like that, something appropriate. And it's pretty cool now that you can do like virtual backgrounds or kind of blur out the background if if you can't make that happen, you know, naturally. So that that's a good idea. And then second of all, think about other ways that you can connect with people. So could you send like a 15 minute coffee chat invitation to one of your colleagues or one of your classmates and get to know them that way? so that you start building those relationships, right? Part of personal branding is what people think of you or say about you when you're not in the room. And so if they don't know you, then you won't have a personal brand with them, right? So getting to know other people through, you know, reaching out to them, talking to them, getting to know them is really important. And then I think too, because I think we've all been on Zoom or StreamYard or, you know, different platforms this last year, and it's, it can be really exhausting. And so making sure that you are engaged in meetings that you're, you know, paying attention and, you know, chatting with people and trying to be the person that includes and encourages other people to talk, I think, or whatever's natural to you can be really powerful as well. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, that's actually a great response. <laughs> I hope that answers your question, Jada. I'm going to take this other one from Liam before we continue. Again, if you have questions at any point, drop them in the comments. We'll look at them, you know, as much as as possible before the end of today. Yes, Jaden, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, Liam. Liam asks, is using a blog or social media account to show your work a good way to build your personal brand? Definitely. I would allow you to go first, Jessica. 
Yeah, I think it I think it's a great way, assuming that, you know, it's appropriate and aligned with your personal brand. I would say it, it absolutely is. I before this found a couple of facts. I would say if if you're kind of going for it, it depends on why you're looking to build your brand. If you're, you know, already employed and you're looking to become an expert in your field, boy, using a blog or social media account like LinkedIn, which is more professional media, I suppose, but to build your brand and show your expertise and have other people comment to learn from them as well, that could be a great way. I think, you know, I, I looked up a couple facts and I think about 87% of employers use LinkedIn to recruit. And there's a there's different you know numbers out there, but that's the one I found. And so I think if you're also carrying that content over to LinkedIn and sharing it with people in your field or people who have the same interests, career interests as you, that can be so powerful. Yeah, I would add to that and use that to respond to Jada's follow-up question. Working from the home office, like the best way to go about your personal branding is online, which is what Liam just talked about. So you want to make sure that your presence online is, you know, up to par, exactly how you want it to be, like what you are exactly. So Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't know that, you might want to like do it quick Google search of yourself online. What pops up? What When you see what it is, would you like a recruiter to see that same thing about you online? You know, it has, it's cuts across all of your social media. Um, let's say LinkedIn, for example, it should be clean, tell your work and all of that. Your Twitter, what content do you engage with? All these things matter. Same as your Instagram and other social media. That's not saying you shouldn't do fun things, you know. You should, there's <laughs> yeah. other ways to show your personality, but like don't engage in... I don't know, things you don't believe in, things that you know would not help you positively in any way. So be like cautious of what you put about yourself online. And they all help with your personal branding. They all help with what people think of you. Just imagine like we're all meeting from different parts of the world. We haven't seen ourselves before. So there's even no room for us to really do some chit chat and convincing as to who we exactly we are. The first thing you would do or somebody else would would do is, you know, search for you online. Um, They want to see who you are online. They want to see, you know, what you are like, what you engage with, you know, online so make sure you keep your online profile clean when you do that google search all the profiles probably that you've opened different accounts are there some accounts that you are public like like that has your public profile but you are not very okay associating with publicly you might want to like delete that account you know i actually think too like you know having somebody that you're not connected with search for you like maybe somebody you know in your that you know, you're, you have a class with, but you don't know them super well, like you're not connected with them, have yeah. them search for you. And you might be surprised what comes, what yeah. comes up. Yeah. Yes, that's actually a good one because like the search might be different from you searching for yourself and someone else entirely searching for you. So yes, do that, you know, look at it, review it. Is this okay? It's probably just that something on the website is not updated to what you are doing currently. And you want to like change it to make sure that everything, just like Jessica said, you should be consistent everywhere. So, so make sure that everything stays clean and 
reflect who you are as a person at that time. So yes, that's one thing to do when you're working from home office is mostly online, online work. And you want to make sure that you're always, you know, sharing what you do. It will help you like it will boost your presence in front of recruiters. Like maybe you learned something today related to something related to your career. Maybe you're learning a programming language, for example, and you did something, you did a project. You want you might want to share it on LinkedIn. I did this, this is my work and stuff. You know, just put it there. Even if nobody is liking it or anything, is there. If anybody searches for you, they know that you're sharing this thing, you know. It's part of your personal brand. So, yep, that, yeah. that's it about that question. <laughs> that's great. Yes. I'm interrupting this podcast to remind you to subscribe if you haven't. And also nudge you to visit diversek.com to kickstart your technology career or get help navigating your existing tech career. Okay, back to the discussion. Okay, I'll take this question from Ella. Elahe, before we jump back into the session, Elahe asks, how should we change our personal brand when we change our living location or is it even necessary to do so? No, like if if your personal brand is already reflecting you, wherever you move to <laughs> doesn't change it, right? Right. What yeah. Would, yeah. I think it's important to stay consistent. So yeah. if you, you know, live in the US or you live in Brazil, you should still be you. Whatever is changing is just your location. (laughs) (laughs) It's just your current location. So you're still you. Okay. Yeah. So Jessica, let's talk about the difference between personal branding online and offline. Would you say there's a difference? Well, I mean, it's different in how you go about it. But, you know, I actually, like, when I work with people on personal branding, do exactly what you were just describing of, like, but I have somebody else Google them and see what comes up because sometimes they're surprised that, you know, oh, that picture came up. And so just reiterating what you said, you know, make sure that you know what pictures you're tagged in, make sure you know what pictures come up. And I think, you know, know that most likely the first place that an employer will go is LinkedIn. Not to say that they won't ever go out to like Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, but they're probably going to start on LinkedIn. So I loved what you said about making sure that's completely buttoned up. And a a few years ago, I actually reached out to a few recruiters about, you know, what do they look for on your social media? Like if they do go out to social media, what are they looking for? And I was surprised that they all separately said, you know, we look for red flags, but one red flag would be grammar and spelling. Now, did you guys, did you all know that your spelling and grammar is being, you know, judged, looked at on Twitter, say, for example, and, you know, so, so taking a look at that in terms of making sure, especially on LinkedIn, since that's a thing is, is grammar and spelling is so important. And then, you know, other red flags would be like bad mouthing your current employer, you know, team members, stuff like that. I mean, I think we all know not to do that, but that can go really sideways really quickly. So make sure that you're staying positive and that you're using proper grammar and, and punctuation and all of that, which is, it's funny, but not really, because if you think about, you know, 
part of your personal brand, at least when I was a recruiter, was can can you do well on the job today? Right? Can I put you in front of a client today? And if you can't communicate well and you're not personable, you know, then it doesn't really matter how, you know, how many kind of like hard skills you have, you know, those kinds of things really matter in terms of, can I put you in front of the client today? Could you succeed today? I, you know, most recruiters, most companies can teach you any kind of hard skill that you would need to know, right? Like, analyzing data or whatever you're going to be doing. Yeah. Um, it's harder to teach soft skills. So that is one yeah. thing they'd be looking for on, you know, LinkedIn or obviously in interviewing and stuff like that. Yeah. The soft skills is as important as the hard skills. Yes. So you don't like build them yes, together. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think as you move up in a company, you could argue they're even more important, right? So the, yeah. I think that's what starts to differentiate people as you move up, for sure. Yeah, how how you relate with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> great. Let me take this question from Victor. How can I use personal branding for landing a job, a false job in the industry? How can I... It's close to what we're saying just now. <laughs> Would you want to like talk a bit about that, Jessica? Sure, yeah. So one thing that I think is important to know, Victor, is what is differentiating and what is not. So for example, I think recruiters hear a lot of like, I'm a hard worker, I'm a leader, you know, and, and those things are important and you, you want to be a hard worker and a leader, but in a certain way, they're also a point of parity, like what we talked about earlier, right? I don't think if I was in a room with 50 students or 50 candidates, and I said, stand up if you're a hard worker. I think all 50 would stand up, Every, right? Yeah. <laughs> everybody would stand up. Or if you're a leader, everybody would stand up. So finding ways to tell that story in a different, differentiated way, you know, and I don't know, you know, I know this isn't about interviewing, but I would really encourage you to look into the STAR method for you know, responding to interview questions or even in networking. So situation, you know, what was going on? What's the background task? What did you set out to do? Action, which is what did you specifically do and make, making sure that you're using I, right? I did this, I did that. What did you specifically do? And then the result, which is the outcome, yeah. right? Anytime you can quantify it, use numbers, dollars, percentages, you want to do that. So actually coming up with a story, you know, to, to, to talk about yeah. yourself is so differentiating. And I would find out what's important in that industry or company, because a lot of times companies will interview on their values or certain industry things that are important, right? In that industry, things that you need to know how to do. So I would have kind of stories ready based on their corporate values, based on you know, what's expected in that industry. And those stories are what you need to ensure are differentiated. I hope that helps. Networking, I mean, landing the first job, yeah. networking, you know, talking to people before you need anything too. That's the other thing. Start networking earlier than you think because you don't want networking to yeah. go transactional, right? You want it to be building an authentic relationship where you're just interested in someone interested in learning about them versus you need something 
So that's how I would recommend that you start. I don't know if you have any builds. Yeah. Yeah, I think what you said is really great, really great. Starting with networking, that's like mm-hmm. a, an easy way to get yeah. into it. You know, connect with people who are working in the company or who knows somebody working in that company that you want to, you know, get into, you know, yeah, like differentiate yourself. Jessica gave the example of hard working, you know, all these skills are actually cut across everybody but pick hard working for example you want to like reflect on the work you've done in the past what actually portrays hard work then you just want to tell that story you don't want to just say okay i'm hard working but you want to show that you are hard working through what you have done in the past yeah think um, about prove it right if you exactly. want to say you're hard working prove it and and that goes for your branding words too so each of your branding words you should definitely have a few stories that back that up. I love I love what you just said. That's so true. Yeah. And you, you talked about networking too. I had some a session a few weeks back about networking for career development. And it was really, really amazing. And I recommend that you go check it out. If you're just getting started with networking, you know, you want to learn techniques on how to go about it. Just search for the art of networking for career development on the Diverse K YouTube channel. And um, yes, check that out. Let's look at some more questions. There's one from Precious. Precious asks, what can I do to turn out great on a Google search? I'm sure it's also related. Oh yeah, we've talked about this already. Yeah, you might want to like, you know, go back after the session and check it. But basically we talked about you searching for yourself or asking someone else close to you, you know, to search for you online and, you know, checking what the results you get out of that online search, What are the things that doesn't really reflect who you are making those changes? Is it to a website that you signed up to, but you are not very proud of? Do you want to like close that account? Is it, you know, what your profile is saying about you online? Do you want to like change it to reflect what you currently are, you know, make all those changes, take your time, do your research search the first page of Google, search the second page of Google. What does it bring out? You know, Mm -hmm. make those changes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how to go about changing your whole online personal brand. And yeah. Oh, yes. Um, Bures, I like your contribution. Your grammar is actually very important. (laughs) Yes. Your typographical error. Check for it and make sure that it's very very it's very there are no errors (laughs) you know if you're not sure ask someone to proofread ask someone to proofread for you ask not just even one person ask two three people to proofread and check it again to make sure that everything is you know clean neat and okay okay i feel like every time you read something of your own like you read your own resume or you read your own linkedin 50 times it's so easy to miss something that's so obvious to someone else that just glances mm. through it even. Yeah. Yeah, because you wrote it and you're like, mm, I, I know what I thought to write there. You just like <laughs> read it. <over. laughs> yes, yes, exactly. We've all done it, right? We've all had yeah. <laughs> And then you go over it again. Oh, wow, did I make that mistake? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, from Bolo to Fair, 
I was gonna ask what should be the very first step to making my very brand mm, very first step okay yeah do you want do you want me to go first or yeah Jessica okay. please <laughs> yeah so I would say I would actually take take your work inward and look at yourself so what are your skills interests values and personality and there's assessments out there that you can take if that's something you're interested in to help put a little bit of like concrete language behind your personality and skills and, and that kind of thing that might be helpful if that's something that you're struggling with. And then, you know, once you kind of figure out who you are, you know, then you would go on to the next step that we talked about of thinking about your personal brand words and then kind of confirming those with other people, getting some feedback. And then I would go on to actually marketing your brand, right? So you have to be able to convey your brand. And so putting it out there on LinkedIn and, you know, thinking about what you might talk about in a networking event, an interview, you know, doing that sort of personal brand audit online of having somebody else Google you and seeing what comes up and cleaning everything up to match your personal brand. And when I say that, I do want to mention this. I don't mean, I, I don't mean like not to have a personality, right? It's say like on your Facebook page, there's a picture of you canoeing, right? Well, that goes back to the, you know, airplane test of like, do I want to hang out with this person? I mean, if you only have pictures of you working or being in the office or suited up, I kind of, you know, I don't know, like, you, it's great to show your interests too, like have both sides. Yeah, you are at work and like, show your interests, show who you are yeah. outside of work too. Yeah. Yeah, like people are actually interested in all of that. The, the baseline is just be yourself, you know, yeah. <laughs> just yes. be yourself. That's it. It's a personal brand. It's about you. It's personal. So yeah, just be yourself and, uh, you know, talk about it. Talk about yourself professionally. Talk about the fun things you like. Talk about, you know, everything that relates to you. It's, it, they all come together to make you so Yes. And no okay. one is like you. So Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And uh, she said this is related to her being a web developer. So I would say like, like we said earlier, you might want to like have a portfolio kind of um, to like show your work, maybe a project or two that you've worked on. And, uh, you know, from time to time, just like talk about some things you've learned, some things you can do online that's related career-wise, you know, talk about, um, oh, you learned this new tool related to web development. You want to talk about how you were able to apply it or how you can apply it to something. So it's it's all past, part of your personal brand. By the time you talk about it over and over and over again, even unconsciously, anybody that sees you or sees your name pop up, they know that, oh, that, that's the web developer girl, right? Because you have been talking about it over and over again. It's already part of your branding. It's already part of what people know you for. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a lot, lot of questions, but mm -hmm. the few we had were actually very, very good. Okay, since you're all here, why not tell me, would love to see this. I want to see them just popping in in the chat. Type one main takeaway you took from today's, you know, session. Just that one thing you learned. Let's relearn again from each other. What's the one thing you learned from today's session? Mm -hmm. 
let us know in the chat before we wrap this up what's the one thing you learned and if you're enjoying the session tell us in the chat also tell us that you enjoyed the session i am so sorry i'm sorry i referred to you as a as a girl i'm sorry yeah you're a male <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> okay all right yes there's a let what what breast length is people like to use social media to show where they go what they've eaten or are going to eat using the same style to promote yourself can help a great deal yay yeah 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 <laughs> it's can but but like if you're looking at career wise and all it's a mix right you have to talk about yourself career wise what you can do career wise and yes about yourself too Okay, Ella, hey, just keep moving forward and be yourself. Yes, be yourself. <laughs> okay, Joe, parity versus differentiation. Okay, yeah, great. Liam, show that you're a person through your personal brand and the brand isn't you. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, let, let me try to understand that a bit. Show that you're a person through your personal brand and the brand isn't you. Well, it's a bit different to brand a product versus a person, right? I, I don't know if that's what you're getting at, Liam. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, I guess yeah. now he's referring to a product brand. A person maybe versus a brand. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't want you to be, yeah, want you to be a person, right? So, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Matthew, be yourself. Yes, be yourself. Jessica, use your social media to market yourself. Yup. Okay. Um, okay, okay, okay. I think that's the end of it. If you have more, drop them in the chat. We definitely love to see them. Okay, Jessica. Yeah, b before I wrap this up, I want to remind you guys that this is a recurring LinkedIn Live that happens every Friday. So you wouldn't want to miss that of next week. Yeah. What's the topic again? We're talking about the right mindset, the, the right mindset to boost your career. Yeah, it's around that line. So you wouldn't want to miss it with the next live stream. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed to the channel and turn on your notifications. If you're also on LinkedIn, check out the channel. There are other content that might be very helpful to you. So to stay up to date. And I really want to see your faces again. I like it when, you know, all of you come back. To everyone joining again from like previous sessions. I'm really glad you did. I'm glad you continue getting value from these sessions. Okay, Jessica, let's wrap this up with one final advice you'll give to students and recent graduates trying to build their brand what's that key takeaway advice that you would give to them well i have a few kind of leave behind oh yeah for, for you make sure my first one is make sure that you're building your personal brand for you and not what expectations people have of you or you said it too like comparing yourself you know, compa comparison is the thief of joy, right? And I also would say it's the thief of happiness and success because you want to go after what is a good fit for you by understanding your personal brand. So main maintain that. 
And then another thing for students is it's so easy to get wrapped up in doing things that earn a grade, right? You have projects, you have tests, you have quizzes, you have papers, you have all of these things to do that earn a grade and updating your LinkedIn profile probably doesn't earn you a grade. Taking time out to network, you know, taking time out to network, nobody's grading you on that. But it doesn't make it less important. In fact, I, you know, I would say you learn so much about your industry and companies that you're interested in by taking the time to find people that already work there and talk, you know, reaching out to them and asking if they have 15, 20 minutes to give to you. So that would be my second thing is just because it doesn't, it's not graded. It, it yeah. still is extremely important work. I would um, even argue that they are more important. Me too. I just didn't want to go overboard. I would too. <laughs> yes, I would too. I was like, is that too dramatic? I don't know, but I totally, I totally agree. And then, you know, I can't stress enough the authenticity piece. I mean, you want to be you because it's, it's just so important. I mean, you want to walk into work every day or walk into a team every day and feel like you can be who you are and that that's accepted, you know? So making sure that you really take time to uncover who you are and find companies that are a good match. One thing that I would tell you as a student is I think a lot of times students come in to college thinking there's just one match. It's like this golden ticket and I have to find the one match there are a lot of matches for you, right? That would be awesome. But there's also a lot of wrong matches. And so I think figuring out like the Walmart and Nordstrom example, what you are and what you are not, and then finding that in a company is a really good mindset because you want to make sure that they're a good fit for you just as much as they want to make sure you're a good fit for them. So I would definitely leave you with that piece as well. Yeah, thank you so much, Jessica. If you enjoyed this, let us know. Let us know in the chats. Let us know in the comments. Would really love to know if you enjoyed this, you know, really love to have your feedback. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Diverse K podcast. If you found it helpful, please share it with your friends and colleagues that would also find it helpful. Do have a wonderful morning, afternoon or night. Until next week. Bye.